0: Hi, welcome to Not Quite Christlike. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to episode four, entitled King David Killed for Lust. King David, you know, is looked upon generally favorably in the Bible. Uh, He was chosen as a man after God's own heart, but he made a lot of mistakes. And today we are going to read about one of them. (laughs) In 2 Samuel 11. So this is a long read. It was spring and it was the time when kings go off to war. So David sent Joab out with the king's special troops and the whole army of Israel. And they destroyed the Ammonites and they marched on the city of Rabbah. And they surrounded it and got ready to attack it. But David remained in Jerusalem. It's a pretty good gig if you can get it. One evening David got up from his bed and he walked around to the roof of his palace and from the roof he saw a woman taking a bath. Ooh, she was very beautiful. David sent a messenger to find out who she was. The messenger returned and said she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam. She's the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent a message to get her and she came to him and he slept with her and then she went back home. All of that took place after she had already made herself clean from her monthly period. Thank you, Bible. Later, Bathsheba found out she was pregnant and she sent a message to David saying, I'm pregnant. So David sent a message to Jacob. David said, send me Uriah the Hittite. Joab sent him to David. And Uriah came to David and David asked him how Joab and the soldiers were doing. And he also asked him how the war was going. David said to Uriah, Go home and enjoy some time with your wife. Sneaky, sneaky. So Uriah left the palace. Then the king sent him a gift, but Uriah didn't go home. Instead, he slept to the entrance of the palace, and he stayed there with all his master's servants. David was told Uriah didn't go home. So he sent for Uriah, and David said to him, You've been away for a long time. Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, The ark and the army of Israel and Judah are out in tents. My commander Joab and your special troops are camped in the open country. How should I go to my house and eat and drink? How could I go there and sleep with my wife? I could never do a thing like that. And that is just as sure as you are alive. Then David said to him, stay here one more day. Tomorrow I will send you back to battle. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. And David invited Uriah to eat and drink with him. David got him drunk. But Uriah still didn't go home. In the evening, he went and slept on his mat. He stayed there among his master's servants. The next morning, David wrote a letter to Joab. Time to step it up a notch. He sent it along with Uriah. In it, he wrote, put Uriah in the front. That's where the fighting is the heaviest. Then pull your men back from him. And when you do, the Ammonites will strike him down and kill him. It's, that's dirty. That's dirty. That's dirty. So, Joab attacked the city. He put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest enemy fighters were. And the troops came out of the city. They fought against Joab. Some of the men in David's army were killed. Uriah the Hittite also died. Joab sent a full report of the battle. He told the messenger, Tell the king everything that happened in battle, and when you are finished, his anger might explode. He might ask you, Why did you go so close to the city to fight against it? Didn't you know that the enemy soldiers would shoot arrows down from the wall? Don't you remember how Abimelech, the son of Jeroboosh, was killed? A woman dropped a large millstone on him from the wall. That's how he died in Tabez. So why did you go so close to the wall? If the king asks you all that, tell him, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. I should cheer him right up. The messenger started out for Jerusalem, and he arrived there, and he told David everything Joab had said for him to say. And the messenger said to David, the men in the city were more powerful than we were. They came out to fight against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance of the city gate. And then those who were armed with bows and arrows shot at us from the wall and some of your special troops were killed. But (laughs) your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. And David told the messenger, tell Joab, don't get upset over what happened. Swords kill one person as well as the other. So keep on attacking the city and destroy it. Tell that to Jacob. It will cheer him up. Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead. She mourned over him. And when her time of sadness was over, David had her brought to his house. She became his wife, and she had a son by him. But the Lord wasn't pleased with what David had done. Here's another little scripture that has to do with David. In Acts 1322 b God testified concerning him, David, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do. So this context of this is... He found a replacement for King Saul. He liked David. He wanted him to be the king. See, God called David a man after his own heart. He knew David would make many mistakes, but chose him anyway. Some people make so many mistakes that they believe that God can't use them anymore. Some people believe they can't even be called a Christian anymore. God knew everything that you were ever going to do, and he gave you his love and your salvation anyway. Just like David, he knew all your faults and failures before he accepted you into his family, and he took you in anyway. David was a man after God's own heart. This didn't speak to his morality. Obviously, he was a, he was a screw-up. It spoke to his desire to be like God. He was a man running after God's heart, pursuing it, always needing to. Our only point today is God accepted you knowing everything that you would ever do. That goes for people in ministry too. God puts you in ministry knowing all the things that you would ever do and he called you anyway. Today's challenge is believe that God loves you no matter what, and then be a person that strives to do God's will as much as possible. You can reach me if you'd like to give me feedback or if you have a topic or a question that you would like to hear more about, james at nlcast.com. You can share your testimony, your struggles, whatever. Also, an iTunes review would be very helpful. May the Lord bless you and take good care of you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. We'll see you next time.